Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Following up the fantastic question from Doug last week about whether or not to release multiple episodes when you launch your podcast, I'm going to be talking today to Doug's next point, which is, should I include a Q&A in my podcast? It's a great question and something that a lot of people actually bring up very, very regularly, actually. It's a surprising question that comes up a surprising amount of time. So we're going to dig into that today here on the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make the podcast hosting platform Captivate.fm, the only platform that releases innovative new growth features every single Thursday. So if you're listening to this thinking, dude, I just wish that my show just had a little bit more support to grow and my audience just was a little bit easier to access because I had a team behind me that would honestly really care about that. Well, that's what Captivate does. We're not just a hosting platform. We don't just give you an RSS feed and some fancy analytics, all right? We actually help you to grow. So if you want to take a punt, give it a whirl. If you're launching a new podcast, it's the best place to host that without a doubt. And if you're getting tired of your current host, not really caring about your growth, check out Captivate.fm. You can start for free. Also, just before I get to Doug's question, just a cheeky shout out to Airweber, the sponsors of this podcast. And the reason that I partner with Airweber on this show is because that they do business like I do. Now, there are a lot of email marketing providers out there in the world. And really, business is all about doing work with the people that you get along with. And I think that no one in email marketing embodies quality business and quality relationships like Airweber. So if you're looking for a true partner in your email marketing, which you should be as a podcaster, go and check out Airweber for free. You don't even need a credit card. Do it at markasquith.com slash Airweber. Right, Doug asked, should I include a QA and a in my podcast, right? So Doug is going through our... Podcast Launch Accelerator. It's a free course over at podcastsuccessacademy.com and it includes a really sweet crib sheet that will enable you to launch your podcast in record time. It's, it's fantastic. It really is a great resource. And Doug's going through that process. So we've had a few questions on the office hours recently that we run on a Friday from Doug. And Doug is going through the process of designing the show, rightly so. You know, going through the process of figuring out the format, the flow, what do we do on, re- on release, on launch, what's the PR plan, what's the growth plan, how do we record the trailer. Like, Doug's done all of that, so he's getting to the point now where he wants to launch. And one of the questions is about Q&A. And a Q&A is interesting, all right? Q&As are interesting to me because, number one, they allow you to have a real depth of feedback from people. They really allow you to engage with your audience. And I'm always talking about engaging with your audience, aren't I, when it comes to Airweber? One of the biggest 
benefits of including a Q&A session in your podcast is that ability to engage with your audience on a slightly deeper level. And it allows you to cultivate fans and advocates and honestly, real friendships with your listeners. So it can be a great thing to do. However, there are a couple of considerations, all right? Number one, if you include a Q&A, I don't think you can make it a real main selling point for your podcast. Why? Because the Q&A might just dry up. Now, I know as you build your audience, it's unlikely that that will happen. Theoretically, your audience grows, you get more questions in, that's a perpetual motion. However, it's not always that simple and it's not always that clear. If you're a new podcast, your audience might not engage with you as much as you'd like. Thus, if you lynch everything around this Q&A, you might find yourself scrambling around for content, which is exactly what you don't want to be doing as a podcaster. So yes, I think it's a great idea to add a Q&A session in. However, don't make it a main thing that has to be there every week. In fact, you could split it out to a separate episode like I do here. Mondays is longer form education from me, from my head, things that have come up for me this week. Whereas Fridays on the Accelerator here are very much around podcaster questions. And we're fortunate, you know, we run a hosting platform. We've always got support questions in. We have open office hours every Friday for people launching the podcast. We have uh, our closed mastermind group for Captivate podcast websites users over in our other Facebook group once a month on about marketing and podcast growth. So we get a lot of questions in. I'm, I'm in a fortunate position to be able to include this. But if you're a new podcaster, you might think to yourself, well, I'll do an extra episode, say on a Friday, and I'll in- always include a Q&A. That's only going to work if you have the, the volume of Q&As coming in, all right? It's only going to work if you've got the volume of Q&As coming in. So what I would suggest, Doug, is this. Go ahead and include a Q&A in your main episode to start with, because then what you can do is you can say, do you know what? Actually, the Q&As have taken off so well. This little segment that I've got in my main episode that comes out on whatever, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday... They've exploded so much that what I'm going to do is I'm going to explode this episode out onto a separate bonus episode every single week. And you can wait until such time that the volume of questions coming in is big enough to warrant doing that. You're not backing yourself into a corner. The other thing to consider is how do you get the Q&As? Because that's the other potential challenge that you've got to face when it comes to adding the Q&As. You have to get the Q&As and you have to manage them, all right? So you have to get the questions in. You've got to build mechanisms to get them. The easiest way is just a quick form on your website. So you could say something like this. Hey, look, if you're thinking about launching your podcast and you've got a question that you'd like me to answer, go to markasquith.com slash whatever And there's a form there that you can use to ask me a question and I'll pick it up. Okay, so you could do that with your show. That's the easiest way to do it. You could also use something like SpeakPipe. You could also use something like, um, I suppose, something like a Google form or a type form to do it as well, or even your open Facebook group or whatever that might be. Nice and simple way of doing it. But don't worry too much about making it complex, all right, because you have to manage this. So in summary... If you're going to include a Q&A, it's fantastic for building deep listener engagement and moving people through that listener acquisition flow. Number two, it's 
good to do it, but don't do it in such a way that it backs yourself into a corner where you say, right, I'm going to do a bonus episode every week on this. Instead, add it as a segment in your main show with the intent that if it grows and grows and grows, you can split it out into a separate podcast later. And number three, remember you've got to manage these Q&As, all right? So the simple way to do that is get a form on your website and at the beginning of every episode, encourage people if they have a question to go and quickly use that form to do it. You could use something like SpeakPipe, Google Forms, type form for that, whatever you want to use. But I'd just use, personally, I'd use my own word. WordPress site, Gravity Forms, nice and easy. Perhaps a Google form is the easiest, lowest barrier to entry for that, so go ahead and do that. But yes, I like Q&As. A lot of people like Q&As. It works, it's accessible. As long as you can manage it, do it. Until next time, thanks for joining me and keep on captivating.